Is the affiliate marketing model right for your business? So the big question is, how are entrepreneurs like us who have too much to do and too little time able to build both the business and the life of our dreams? That's the question. And on this podcast, we'll explore the journey to the answer. My name is Brett Ingram, entrepreneur and award-winning product creator. I chose to build a business and have a time for a personal life, and I want to help you do the same. Welcome to Optimize. So for the last 15 years or so, I've been in the digital marketing space, and in particular, I've been creating software and marketing it using an affiliate marketing model. And so there are some real great benefits of affiliate marketing, and there are some major drawbacks. And so um, when I see and hear people interested in getting involved in affiliate marketing, whether as an affiliate or as a product creator or service offerer, um, the question becomes, is it the right model for what you're trying to do? Because it has some very specific use cases and some very specific things it does very well. And then it has some things where um, you'll struggle if you're trying to, to build something in that particular space. And so in terms of the, the software business, um, basically the way that I've set things up is I use a couple of different marketplaces. And the one that I've used most commonly is JVZoo. And, you know, the benefit of, of a marketplace like that in the affiliate world, first off, is that you have a collection of affiliates that are all together under one roof, under one, you know, website, essentially. So when you list your product or service there, you have a built-in group of affiliates that are already ready to go out and promote. There's no new program that they need to sign up for. There's no new hoops that they need to jump through. They can just grab their affiliate link from your product and they can start to promote it. And so um, in that way, it's streamlined and it's really easy. Now, to take it back a step, um, if you're not quite familiar with exactly what that is, it's a really simple business model. So basically what we're looking at with affiliate marketing is, um, and you may or may not have seen this with Amazon, Amazon offers this for other people to be aff their affiliates. But basically the, the structure of the model is, that if you are the product creator or you are the service offerer, you have affiliates promote that for you. So um, you, you are not spending any money on advertising, you're not spending any money on promotion. The affiliates are doing all of that for you. And what happens is every time they make a sale, they get credit for that sale through the link that they promote and they get a percentage of that sale in commissions. And so, um, you know, the, the real obvious thing there is that it's great because there's very little upfront cost. But the question is, um, is it right based on your business model? And what are the pros and cons in terms of what you can expect if you're using it? Um, so I have a lot of experience with this and I can tell you that um, in terms of the structure of the way that it works is it's very good for things that have a low fixed cost. If the product or service that you offer has a high profit margin and a low fixed cost, then affiliate marketing is usually a pretty good model because if you can give affiliates a high enough percentage of the sale where they're going to be excited to be able to do it. If the percentage of the sale is really, really low, it needs to be high ticket for them to make enough money for it to make sense. So for example, if I sell a piece of software and the price of it is $97, I can give a 50% commission, so they're going to make $47 a sale or $48 a sale or whatever. And if the if the um, 
if it only costs me on on a per unit basis a dollar or whatever, I still make a, a you know a nice profit on that. If, for example, I was selling a, a you know an electronic component, and it sells for ninety seven dollars, and it costs me you know sixty five dollars. Well, the most I'm really going to be able to offer is a small percentage because I'm only making $35 to start. And so the profit margin on the product that you make makes some difference because affiliates want to promote things that they're going to get paid a lot. Amazon's sort of the exception to this because it's such a massive marketplace that even at a small percentage, because people are buying through such a reputable seller that they already buy through anyway, people are okay getting a smaller percentage. So, you know, in the case of having a brand or having, um, you know, some sort of market foothold that's that significant, then you have more power. But if you're new, if you don't have a great reputation or a big reputation, you have a small footprint, you're going to need to incentivize affiliates with higher than a 2% 2 commission to get them to want to sell your stuff. Another thing is the actual ticket price of your product or service. If the ticket price is really, really low, then there needs to be a sales funnel behind it. So the average sale that an affiliate can make is high enough. So the example of this is, let's say that you have a product that sells for $9. Well, an affiliate, even at 50%, is only going to make $4.50. So they're not going to be too excited to want to promote that. But if you have an upsell, and then another upsell, and then an upsell into a coaching program or whatever, and if people buy all of the upsells, they end up spending, you know, $1,000 or $500. Well, now the affiliate can make up to $250 per sale, even though it isn't on the front end main sale. So now they're going to be excited and interested in promoting it again. So the actual ticket price on the sale matters. If you have a big enough ticket front end, you don't even need a funnel. You'd still be able to do it. You know, if it's a hundred dollar sale, then that's fine. You know, people are going to make $50. They'd be happy to do that. So in terms of, you know, the dynamics in that way, um, you know, that's sort of the pricing and, and margin strategies um, that, that you'll need. Um, the other thing is it depends on the type of product or service that you're selling and how easy it would be to attract the affiliates. So there are marketplaces out there like JVZoo, like ClickBank, like Warrior Plus that have a collection of affiliates but they also have a specific collection of the types of products and services that they sell. And this is significant because those affiliates that are promoting those products have lists, have um, you know people that they can reach out to when they promote that are interested in buying those kinds of things. If you're on a you know digital software marketplace for affiliates and you're selling housewares, well, you're going to have a hard time finding affiliates that are going to promote that for you because their lists are not really going to buy that. And so, you know, the relevancy in terms of being able to find a preset group of affiliates that are already able to sell what you have to offer, the type of product or service you offer is significant as well. So, you know, you can do searches for affiliates, you know, or affiliate marketing with whatever your niche is, whatever your product offering is, and see if those um, marketplaces exist or if there are any of those groups or collections of affiliates who would be able to do that. So, um, so those, are, those are a couple of the dynamics of it. And in terms of the actual logistics of the marketing, the pros and cons. So again, the obvious pro of it all, the obvious benefit, 
is that you don't pay anything up front. So if affiliates don't make any sales, your promotion budget is zero. Your promotion cost is zero. It's a very attractive um, idea for a lot of a lot of marketers, a lot of product owners, because they feel as though it's great. You know, all the all the pressure is on the affiliate to make the sale, otherwise they don't pay anything. The downside of the same thing, though, is that um, you only make money, you only make sales for as long as the affiliate makes the sales. So if you can only convince them to mail for or promote for a week, then you're only going to make those commissions for a week and then your sales are going to dry up. So it needs to be something that they can make enough on continuously or you need to keep finding a new group of affiliates all the time. Another like potential drawback with it all is that in terms of affiliates, um, you know, you, it's a relationship-based business. So just because you have a product, even if the product is really good, even if the sales funnel is really good, even if it's very high converting and high profit margin, even with all that stuff, it's affiliates aren't going to just find you. So you need to not just put your product in a marketplace, but you need to actually cultivate those relationships. You need to find out who those affiliates are that are the market movers in your space. And you need to reach out to them and, and establish a relationship. And by that, I don't mean reach out and say, hey, I have a great product. Will you promote this? You know, they, good affiliates get bombarded with offers constantly. It's like trying to be <clears throat> reaching out to a social media influencer with, you know, 10 million followers and asking them to promote your stuff because it's really, really good. They're bombarded with that stuff and they have unlimited opportunities and offers. So you need that relationship first for them to ever even consider it. And so it takes a little bit of time to cultivate an affiliate network. You know, that's that's another drawback. Another uh, potential drawback with it is you generally have to give a pretty significant percentage of the sale. So initially up front, that's not so bad. If you're going from zero sales and you're trying to make sales, you're willing to give up 50%. But you may find that in whatever you're trying to do, you might be able to promote on a much smaller budget than that and keep and retain a much higher percentage of your profit margin. So again, if we take this as an example, if you have a $97 product and you're giving 50% to get affiliates to promote it, you're spending you know, $47.50, $48.50 on every single sale. And you may find that if you ran paid ads, or you did SEO marketing, or social media marketing, or video marketing, you may find that you can make sales at an average of $20 a sale, which would put an extra 20 something dollars in your pocket for every sale and increase your profit margin. So it's important to understand also that even though it's really attractive with the idea that you don't pay up front, you may actually be, be spending a lot more than you need to to get people to promote it. And then another issue with it is scalability. You know, with affiliates, there's a finite number of affiliates that are going to be able to promote or mail anything, right? So the challenge that you have there is if you really want to scale your business, if you want to scale your offerings and it's selling well and you have these affiliates, that's great. But there's a limit to how much you're going to be able to do through affiliates. If you're using things like SEO you know, you're dealing with the search engine traffic, which is absolutely massive. If you're running paid ads on social networks or whatever, those are in almost infinitely scalable. And they can be scaled up really, really quickly. Because as soon as you get to a positive return on investment, 
you can scale it up by using, you know, like audiences, running more ads, increasing your ad budget. There are a lot of different ways that you can increase that really, really quickly to scale up your revenue and your profits. And so, you know, those are all things to, to, to consider. Um, now, on the flip side, in terms of another positive with affiliate marketing, one of the really great things about it is if you develop a loyal group of affiliates. Um, so this is what I've done over the last 15 years. Um, you know, I, I have a loyal group of affiliates that I can turn to and I don't need to persuade very hard to get them to mail and promote on my new products. So I have sort of a built-in promotion network, which is really, really nice. Every time I go to launch a new product, I already know that if I reach out to, you know, X group of affiliates, I'm going to get a large percentage of them to agree to promote it. And so you have that loyalty factor, you have the repeat factor. So that's great if you're in a business where instead of promoting one flagship product, you're constantly creating new products. Then an affiliate model like that works really well because you're going to get those loyal people to keep promoting your new stuff. And they're always excited to promote new stuff because there's a, there's a really you know high ability to make a lot of new sales because it's brand new to the marketplace. Um, so in that way, it's really good. There's also a viral component to affiliate marketing that may not exist in the other um, in the other you know ways of promotion. And what I mean by that is, um, in my JVZoo marketplace, I have listed over a hundred thousand affiliates. I probably personally know far less even than a hundred, you know, a hundred or less. And so um, the one of the benefits with affiliate marketing is. Once you start to establish that your products and services sell, and particularly when you get some, you know, um, high reputation affiliates to promote you, that gives you de facto credibility. It will scoop up other affiliates that are smaller than they are to automatically start to promote your stuff because the way they look at it is, if this person has already vetted the product and service and they're making money and they're promoting it, it must be good. So I'll promote it too. And so there is a viral component to it that you wouldn't get, obviously, with advertising because you have to keep paying if you want to keep making money. And so there are a lot of pros and cons in terms of the affiliate marketing space. And there are some really wonderful things about it and there are some really negative things about it. And it, a lot of it depends on your product, your service, your offering and your niche. If you find that there are affiliates that promote the kinds of products you have, the kinds of services you have in the niche that you are, then it's certainly worth considering. Just understand that, you know, like a lot of things, you'll have to put in a little bit of work to establish the affiliate network up front. Um, and you also have to keep in mind the fact that there is a cap on your growth and on your scalability. So if you're using it as a springboard to launch it into other promotion methods to get started for cheap, that's a really good way to do it. Or if you're not trying to conquer the world, you just want to build a business that will, you know, create a good lifestyle for you that you can live off forever, then that's another reason it would be a really good choice. Whereas if you're looking for something that you can scale up infinitely large, infinitely fast, you have one or two flagship products that you expect to run with forever, then you may want to take a look more at the SEO angle, the paid advertising angle, dial those in and get them to where they need to be. So that way you can really get the maximum return on your investment, um, no matter which way or which angle you want to do it. 
It's all about choosing what makes sense for your product and service in terms of the promotion method. Be sure to subscribe so you get every episode and share it with a friend. And until next time, remember, no matter what you want from your business and your life, don't compromise, optimize.